Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to Color Healing Radio, the world's first radio channel devoted to helping you obtain clarity, healing, and peace through the use of color. Are you curious about the healing power of color? Stay tuned for the color calendar with Elaine Marie. Change your colors and you change your world. Welcome to another episode of The Color Calendar, brought to you by Aura House School of Color and Light. I'm your host, Elaine Marie, and I will be your guide as we look through life's kaleidoscope to find the most colorful people and the most colorful events in the world. It's December 2015. And there is no one in the studio with me today, and that's because I will be reflecting upon the year in color and sharing memories from past interviews with Bernard Charles, Brenda Dunn, Dougal Fraser, Sarah Granahan, Diantha Harris, Jill Matson, Lean Potkeeter, and Leslie Sloan. In color news, the year 2015 began with the first color, as predicted by the Pantone Company, and that color was Marsala. A combination of deep red with a bit of purple, Marsala set the tone for what promised to be a very dramatic year for fashion. And we certainly saw a lot of vibrant hair colors in 2015. This year there were pink tips and blue tips, purple tips, shocking bubblegum pink hair, and even wilder color experimentations from the Hollywood set, like Raven Simone's purple silver or pumpkin spice colored hair. While Lady Gaga and Nicole Richie opted for a head full of unnatural silvery gray tresses, Blake Lively and Jessica Alba preferred a less in-your-face color combination with a technique called tortoiseshell that gave their hair warm highlights in golden honey brown, and amber. Moving on to cars, can you guess the top three colors for cars in 2015? Flashy red wasn't one of them. Actually, silver was number three, black claimed the number two spot, and conservative white remains at the top of the list as the most popular car color in the world. Car paint manufacturers say that White cars appear more clean and modern to the consumer, and they have fewer accidents. Inventors were very busy in 2015. Would you believe there is an ice cream that changes from purple to pink the more you lick it? And it's all natural. 
And if you're looking to upgrade your wardrobe, how about a smart shoe that changes colors and patterns through a special smartphone app? There's also a new handbag that is programmed to give you a personalized light show just by pushing a button. I think I want that. And then finally, the world's most popular color is still regular old blue, according to the Crayola Company, who published their first coloring books for adults in 2015. And boy, was the coloring book craze in full swing this year. There were coloring book parties and workshops for grown-ups cropping up all over the world, and the first National Coloring Book Day was launched here in the United States on August 2nd. A recent search on Amazon.com showed that there are nearly 5,000 paperback coloring books available for adults. Scottish artist Johanna Basford sold millions of her adult coloring books in 2015, including the number one New York Times bestseller, Enchanted Forest. Well, experts say that coloring helps adults discover their inner child, release stress, and improve overall wellness. And I say that's good to know because I heard Santa will be bringing me a few coloring books this year. And I can't wait to open that new box of crayons that I'm also not supposed to know I'm getting. It was Colorful Sunday on February 1st, and the color calendar was there with a live color pep rally. This was a real exciting show with lots of colorful spirit where we got to meet this year's varsity lineup of Color Therapy Month team players. You know them as the Rainbow Rays, and they were, of course, the colors red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. The Color Pep Rally was a lively prequel to the March show, which was dedicated to Color Therapy Month, and I had the opportunity to interview two of our brand new color ambassadors. I've interviewed Bernard Charles before. He is that outrageously colorful intuitive from Pennsylvania who loves orange scarves and whose hair color seems to change with every season. On the March show, Bernard explained why he created his Finding Nirvana Through Color workshop. I experienced a really deep depression a few weeks ago, and I ended a, well, disconnected myself from a soul relationship then my grandmother passed away, and then something triggered, something happened, and I just looked over to my color deck, and it kind of looked sad. I wasn't playing with it, so I just started playing with it, and it occurred to me that I needed to meditate, so I meditated, and then I went into a state of where I met my, I met those people that I sort of disconnected with, um, my grandmother being one, and she, she told me this great, this great, like, wisdom, follow the colors, but I'm like, okay, okay, Nana, I will follow the color. So, I was struggling with accepting my natural urges and desires as a human being, money, sex, um, any other temptation that you can think of that usually is like 
contain and trying to control it. But the best thing that I realized struggling with those things and being in the depression is that I just needed to forgive myself. I needed to strengthen my own sense of willpower. And I'm not defined by expectation because life is not an expectation. Things happen just there's just so much bigger than anything that our little human brain can understand. But we are evolving as as a species. So I just suddenly was inspired and I went to my cover deck and I just flipped through seven chakra-oriented colors that really kept me on the path of strengthening willpower and strengthening that peace within us. And that's when I experienced nirvana. Mm. And it's so interesting because I created a little ebook of my journey and describing the colors. And um, so that's what I will be talking about at the event is just the sort of my journey and how science and spirituality can help, can blend that to strengthen us Mm -hmm. into finding um, everyday nirvana because I I don't believe that nirvana is, I believe we can have nirvana today, not tomorrow. So tomorrow being, oh, my soul is going through reincarnation, I'll be a lifetime, so I'm just going to not care. Um, That's the one stigma that against um, YOLO, you only live once. I just feel like it's YOLO time. You're going to live once now, and it's not guaranteed. The only guarantee is the present moment. And through color, I'm bringing this. and bringing this to planet Earth so that we can excel, so that we can evolve to a light essence that we already belong to. We just forgot. Also sharing the bill on that show was color consultant Lean Potkeeter, the owner of The Color Option, who says she is on a mission to bring self-awareness through color to her country of South Africa and to the world. I asked Lean if she had any color tips for listeners who felt depressed. You know, depression is, is generally an orange color. So it's, you, you're accessing the challenging side of the orange, but orange is also so creative and brings back the bliss. So if there's that one little thing that has always kept you going, always, always grabbed your attention, say your love for music or your love for words or just your love for nature, if you can just find that one little spot, even if it's the smallest thing, even if you have a piano in your lounge and you haven't played uh, it for months because you are depressed, just as the first step, go and look at it and maybe just press one note. You know, something so simple, so small, just to, to find that little spark again, that little blissful feeling. And it doesn't have to last for hours or even minutes. It can last for a second or two, but just to feel that little spark inside yourself again. So I think my tip is to look for orange and look for the gifts of the orange and start 
to look for that little spark, that bliss, that thing, that small, small thing that brings you joy. In April, we were visited by Jill Matson. Jill lives in Pennsylvania, where she works as a prolific artist, author, channel, and widely recognized expert and composer in the field of sound healing. Jill fascinated us with stories about the relationship between sound and color. If you listen to a piece of music and you're trying to decide, okay, what, what is it, what's going to heal me? What's the best for me? Your body has consciousness, and it will release endorphins when it hears what it wants. For example, let's say you were to play three symphonies for me. I love classical music. So you play Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven, and it's in three different keys. Well, since I'm usually strong on blue, I'm usually short on orange, I'm usually short on um, the musical note D, If you play that symphony and one of them is in D, I'll guarantee you that's going to be my favorite. And my conscious mind tries to, like, fill in the thoughts, but it really doesn't understand. You know, like I'll say, oh, I like the orchestra, because I'm capable of this. Oh, I like the orchestration. I like the composers. You know, know, I can give you all kinds of musical crap. Why I picked that one, you know, Moonlight Sonata. But the truth will be, My body picked it because it released endorphins on that one because it's going to give me a heavy dosage of D, and it wants D. Same thing with your favorite color, you know? If you have a color and it looks really luscious, my goodness gracious, get it, wear it, put it all over. It's your body's way of healing. Before I knew it, we were already in the merry month of May. Nearly one half of the year was gone, And that's when I welcomed Psychic and Cosmic Life Coach Dougal Fraser from California. Dougal says that everybody has the ability to see auras and colors, and he explained how this works. In order to see energy, we have to find stillness. So when I'm teaching a workshop where I'm teaching people how to see auras and how to see color, I first lead them through the same meditation that I use every single day where, you know, we use light and color as a focus just to get our minds to be quiet. Then I pair them up with a stranger and I ask them to make eye contact for 15 minutes without speaking. And the longer they sit there, the more they start to see. And every person that has ever attended this workshop, and I've literally taught it all over the world, every person that has ever attended this workshop thinks they're never going to see color, and they all do. And then afterwards, we learn how to interpret it and what we saw and and, and how you can turn it into information. But it's basically what's been called before a presence drill. You tell the eye, the physical eye, to either look someone in the eyes or, or stare at something in a room and just focus on one thing. And when the physical eyes feel like they have a job and the brain feels like it has a job, the other senses become more heightened. So you'll start to see energy in the room. Uh, You know, it can even turn in for some people into past lives. And I always specifically focus on clairvoyance because that's the art that I love. The thing that I find is interesting is people will come into the workshop and they'll see the most profound things and then they'll leave and, and email me and say, I'm only able to see it when I'm with you or in the workshop environment. And that sort of echoes what I talked about earlier in the interview, that we constantly think it's outside of ourselves, 
that there has to be a deck of tarot cards or the right crystal or, you know, the right time of day or the right mantra or whatever it is. And it's, it's really not that complicated for anyone that's listening, whatever your process is to finding stillness and finding your focus. That is how we access intuition and being able to perceive, feel, and see energy. June brought a super color healer in the form of mild-mannered Sarah Granahan, an energy healer from North Carolina who created the inspirational Chakrila comic book series. I asked Sarah, if she could choose one color as her personal super healing power, which color would it be? Um, magenta pink. <laughs> no, I definitely though magenta pink. I just it, it just resonates in my life right now. And the reason I would tell you I you know would choose it, and also Chakrilla would tell you, is because it's a color that resonates with the fourth chakra. The fourth chakra on the rainbow scale is is actually green. But it's the fourth chakra sits in our heart center. So it's like where our lungs are, where our heart is in the center of our chest. But also pink is the color of love. So it's often attributed to the heart. So a lot of times that chakra can take on a pink color or magenta color and or, you know, the green color. And what I had learned a lot from um, doing some research was if you have your fourth chakra in line from an energy perspective, if your fourth chakra is healthy and flowing well, that is the main chakra that can put all the other chakras into total alignment. So if you have a healthy fourth chakra, it's going to help the other ones tremendously. And that's the only one that can affect all the other ones in the major chakras. So I, that's why I would choose that color. And that's why I would choose that area. And that would be my secret super superhero power. While I took a summer break in July and August, there were encore episodes with Bernard Charles and Valentina, the Italian interior designer from California. And then I returned with another colorful guest in September, holistic therapist Brenda Dunn from England. Brenda created the Aurora Essence Colored Energy Orbs, and she told us about their magical potential. Realistically, the nice way to use the orbs is literally just put them into your energy field. As soon as they're in the energy field, they automatically will work. Yes, so you can sit with them um, and be quiet with them. You can ask them questions. Uh, you can meditate with them. I love to meditate with them because they do take you on some exceptional journeys. Uh, they give you some exceptional insights on a lot of dimensions of yourself and your soul and what it's experienced. Uh, you can actually put them into the bath and what they do is the energy then literally will code, um, vibrate and energize the water as well as the steam. And it will be carried in that, in a bit, in a similar way like homeopathic medicine does, similar to that. Um, so lying in the bath with them is really quite nice. You just pop them into your bath with you. That's wonderful. You can use them like an, an elixir where you put them into water and you can then just drink the water. I always say to people, don't be restricted. Use them any way that you feel is right for you. 
you know, um, if you feel you need them on your body, put them on your body. I personally like to connect sometimes with them by putting them onto my third eye. I love them because I actually feel them so much more on there. But you can, I always say to people, it's only your imagination that can limit their uses. You can use them in any way you wish. The way I use them personally and I connect with them is meditation uh, because I actually truly believe that meditation is the key to actually discovering who you truly are, who your soul is, and how to allow that soul to be able to step outside of the physical form and be who you truly are and not the person that we're conditioned to be that we project to the world, but to allow that to blossom and allow that person to just emanate forward. That, to me, is fabulous. I think that's when you are truly who you should be on this planet. I got a bit giddy in October when my guest was Leslie Sloan, a master healer and oracle from California. We discovered that we both were born in October, we both love autumn, and we both love to laugh, and we both love talking about color. Well, Leslie founded Oracle's Color Therapy, and she developed a beautiful line of oracle healing cards. And I asked her which color she believes that everyone needs to enjoy a happier life. Pink. Pink is unconditional love. It's self-love. It's discovering self-love. It is kindness, compassion. It's part of the Christ of consciousness. It is um, intuition. It connects you into the the, uh, music of the spheres, which is the angelic realm, in which they whisper messages to us. And uh, and so this is this is the golden thread that I find weaved through humanity is had we all been completely celebrated and loved unconditionally, we wouldn't have a completely different world, and we would feel completely different about ourselves. We wouldn't have self-esteem or you know, issues or lack of self-confidence, self-worth. The value of who we are would be different. We would feel differently. We wouldn't judge. So the pink, and and, and this has dawned on me so many times, I always thought to myself, what is that one color? It's the pink. It's soft. It's loving. It's nurturing. It's mothering. It's feminine. And it's strength as well because it can also bring in vulnerability. And, and it's a beautiful container to allow us to bloom into our infinite potential. It allows us through the pink vibration. It's, it's, that's part of trust. Trust, the vibration of trust is pink and gold. And so part of this vibration is the fact that if you're standing in love, if you love yourself, and you're in a knowing and a connection, and a, a deep feeling of that love. There's nothing that you can't do in this world. And if anyone was to come up and say anything to you that was derogatory or judgmental, you wouldn't have a reaction to it because you have no 
connection to it other than the connection you have with yourself through love. And so that, I think, is the greatest challenge is, is getting back to that place. So I do post a lot of pink. I have a pink one posted on Facebook right now. The, the pink one is the, is the oracle. She's the, the, the mother angel. You know, the, the truly empowered feminine, and I don't want to say just woman, a, a feminine, so the, the masculine-feminine balance, so a truly empowered feminine side is an oracle. They're tuned into their intuitive abilities and can hear the music of the spheres and will listen and move forward accordingly and treat others with kindness and tenderness and respect. Last month, I welcomed back color therapist Diantha Harris from Florida. Diantha is the author of the groundbreaking new book, Simply Color for Everyday Living, which was published this year. It amazes us that even though Diantha was a host on Color Healing Radio and we have worked on several projects over the years, we have yet to meet in person. Hopefully that will change next year. Anyway, we had a special live broadcast and Diantha and I had a lot of fun talking about Simply Color Day and the Twitter party we co-hosted after the show. Here is Diantha giving tips on how to work with a color that you just don't like. When I first started studying color, it was brought out to me that I really needed the color orange. Well, I hate, hate, hated orange. I could not bear it. And one of the things I have learned in my study of color is that sometimes the color we need the most is the one we care for the least. That was when I was starting to study orosoma, and so I was using the orosoma bottles of color, and I would apply it to the orange area of my body, which is around the sacral chakra. And at the end of that process, which took months, possibly years, (laughs) I learned how to love orange. I mean, it just was an organic thing that happened in my body. As I replenished mm-hmm. the orange, it became a color I just adore. And, in fact, it's on the c- cover of this new book. So I have such a uh, a grateful heart for orange because it taught me a lot about how to use color when you don't care for it. Now, a lot of times you can, if you want to wear the color that you don't like, you can choose something that's not going to show, like underwear or possibly socks or a T-shirt under a sweater or something like along those lines. Or you can use the color in a print, like if, if you wanted to, if it were me and I was trying to use orange, I could use a, a nice print that had orange in it. And you can also eat the color. So I could have drunk orange juice or eaten butternut squash or, um, you know, just ingested orange. So using color in ways that is non-threatening is how you would work best with the color that you need but don't like. So, as you've just heard, there's been a whole lot of color going on in 2015, and the year isn't over yet. Coming up is the color calendar for December. But first, 
I want to take this time to thank all of my colorful guests this year for their amazing, amazing contributions to the magical mystery world of color. And I'd also like to thank every energy healer, every color therapist, every color expert, every interior designer, every teacher, and every artist on the planet who uses the gift of color to help make our world a better place. Like the rainbow, you give us hope, and you are truly a blessing. And now, here's what's happening on the color calendar for December 2015. Alejandra will be leading a Color and the Davis Part 1 webinar on Tuesday, December 1st, online. Mark Wentworth will teach a Color for Life workshop on Wednesday, December 2nd in Berlin, Germany. Also on Wednesday, December 2nd is an adult coloring class held at the Art Scene Gallery and Cafe in Scranton, Pennsylvania. An Intro to Color Healing Workshop is scheduled for Friday, December 4th in Queensland, Australia. Alison Lother is hosting a Color Healing Meditation on Thursday, December 10th in Edinburgh, Scotland. On Saturday, December 12th and Sunday, December 13th, a Chakra Power and Magic Acu Tapping Workshop will be offered in Bangalore, India. An Orosoma Color System Workshop is being held on Sunday, December 13th in Melbourne, Australia. The Julian Ashton Art School is offering a Color, Light, and Vision course for Monday, December 14th through Friday, December 18th in Sydney, Australia. Vicki Ingham is leading an Orosoma Christmas Night presentation on Wednesday, December 16th in Queensland, Australia. On Thursday, December 17th, Erin Roy is leading an Angel Color Therapy Workshop at the Sole Purpose in Swansea, Massachusetts. I will be hosting a half-hour color and light meditation for the solstice on Tuesday, December 22nd, right here on Color Healing Radio. And on Sunday, December 27th, Arts for Healing is hosting an Expressing Feelings with Color workshop for families in Laguna Hills, California. And that's what's happening on the color calendar for December. If you have a colorful event that you would like to submit for the color calendar, or if you work with color and you would like to be a guest on this show, please email your information to AuraHouse at Yahoo.com. If you'd like to know more about me, Elaine Marie, please visit my Aura House School of Color and Light website at ColorTherapySchool.com. And when you join the Aura House mailing list, you'll receive a free Rainbow Wishes MP3 to learn how you can use color for manifesting. The Color Calendar airs on the first of the month at 12 noon Eastern Time. If you don't ever want to miss an episode, please consider subscribing to the Color Calendar on iTunes so you can listen at your convenience. Thank you for joining me today for this brief but meaningful reflection on the year in color. Until next time, next year, no matter how you feel or where on the planet you live, don't forget to stop 
and enjoy the pretty colors. Namaste. Namaste.